Welcome to the Resilient Retail Club Private Members Podcast. It's great to be with you. Today is Monday the 17th of April 2023 and I'm excited to share with you some I thought what I'd start do this week really is start off with some things that I thought were really good this week um, and just again sort of sharing some ideas and thoughts. So the first thing that happened was I bought a jumpsuit from a small independent brand and um, I got an email from them after I've, after I've made the purchase, so not pre-purchase but post-purchase, I got an email from them asking me to confirm my waist and bust measurement and I thought, and it's made it very clear that this was something that they said we asked 95% of our customers to do. And I just thought it was a really interesting touch because of course returns is a huge problem, especially in clothing. And the fact that it happened post-purchase meant that it hadn't introduced any friction into the online checkout process. Um, but it just meant as well, presumably, that it minimises the risk of returns and having the wrong size. Because I don't know about you, I'll be completely honest with you, I don't tend to read the size guides. <laughs> I just tend to look at, usually I look at this, the, the dress size that I wear and how it relates to whatever their sizing um, is. But I don't tend to go through the, you know, the bus size and the waist size and check it against my own measurements. Maybe I'm alone in that, but I don't think so. I think most of us are kind of lazy and want to just quickly check out. And I thought it was, a, it's the first time I think I've actually had that where they reached out to me post-purchase and um, and actually asked me to verify it. Now, I don't really know what would have happened if I hadn't ever responded to them. I don't know if they just had to send it anyway or would have sent me a chaser. I'm not really sure. And obviously there is another layer of admin, but if you think about the cost of returns, then um, it just makes me wonder if you are somebody who has a lot of returns in your business, or even if you have certain items that have returns, could it be something that you introduce to just double check and particular information with somebody before you send it out? And even if you just do it for the item that has the most returns in your whole business, it could just help with the cost and hassle of dealing with returns. So that was one thing I thought was really smart. The other thing was another brand I'd bought an item from and they are a fashion brand that make to order. So when you order the item, you know that you're going to be waiting. But what I liked about this particular email was I got an update on my order. Um, and they just was quite nicely written and it sort of explained exactly what was happening. Talked a lot about the process of what, what the garment went through, all the different stages. And then there was a little photo of the lorry um, in India showing that it was on its way to the port and it was just it was just kind of like a human touch you know it wasn't anything particularly sophisticated but for me somebody who's waiting for that product it kind of made me feel like oh i'm coming literally coming along on the journey with the item as opposed to just a blanket like um update so again another thought when you are updating your customers on what you've got going on especially if they're waiting for an item, is there anything you can do to make it super personal, and super, super engaging? And the third thing I wanted to mention, I've talked about this brand before, but I've not actually named it publicly, but since we're in the private members podcast, I thought I would send you guys to this website to have a look. So the, the website is a brand of dog toys called Tug Enough. So T-U-G, let me just get this cor correct. And um, T-U-G dash e-nuff.co.uk 
um definitely go check them out now the reason i i'm bringing them up is that i've had quite a few discussions with people recently about add-on purchases or suggested upsells things like that these people have so many upsells in the checkout process that it's really quite eye-opening to how far you can push it now arguably they push it too far but i think that there are maybe three or four things that you're offered before you finally check out so if you want to get an exit get a look at what it looks like at the extreme then go check it out they are a brand that not only not only do they do this a lot with the upsells and the cross sells and secret bonuses i mean there's all kinds of different things that they do but they also have a very full-on well when i say full-on i mean i've seen several people use it so they they partner with dog trainers so i first found out about them through a dog trainer that we've been using with the puppy but it seems like they are really push the affiliate links and again it's it kind of goes back to that question who has a relationship with your ideal customer so if your ideal customer is a dog owner then do you have uh, then then who would have a um a relationship with them and the answer is uh dog trainers so it's a, just a really interesting model that they they there's a lot of things that they do that um they seem to be really on top of their affiliates and they also seem to be really really on top of growing their average transaction value so i just thought i'd offer them up as an example for you to go check out if you're interested to see what it can look like so other things to think about in your business at the moment i think it's really time we talk in more detail about the coronation um it because it's just creeping up more and more in places i was in sainsbury's yesterday and i was slightly taken aback because i always find those masks with people's faces on and the eyes cut out really creepy and they had a two-pack of <laughs> king Ch king charles and queen camilla as well as a whole host of other stuff bunting i mean they really were full-on coronation heavy um i've seen some people release a limited edition coronation ranges so for example eleanor bomer on the small business end she's got a whole coronation range um and i just think again just like when we talk about things like easter or valentine's mother's day even if you don't think well even if you're thinking or if you have mixed feelings about the coronation you know it's just thinking about this is a this is something that you can build some kind of message around so what might be happening on the coronation even if people aren't necessarily watching it obviously lots of people are lots of people are having street parties but even if they're not then they may be using this opportunity to get together as family so it's thinking again about you know it could be crafting ideas around the idea of the coronation it could be supplies for parties it could be supplies for street parties it could be serving dishes it could be tableware um special items for families getting together it could be clothing in red white and blue it's all about what people likely to buy because of the coronation so have a think about it for your business the other thing i would say and i think this is an interesting one in the same way that you can have valentines and anti-valentines for example you can have all different ways of kind of playing into the people who don't necessarily resonate with what's dominating the headlines dominating all the, the messaging at the moment and i think in particular with the coronation i think that there could be an opportunity for example do you have something like nominate who you think should be queen for the day or this kind of thing or like seeing the 
um, sort of, you know, seeing your inner queen or uh, this kind of thing. I think there's lots of scope. If you feel like, if your first reaction is, well, I'm 100% not, that my customer is not going to be the customer who's watching the coronation, then there's lots of different things that you can think about from the flip side as well. Like, you know, are all themes around royalty, um, crowning achievements. Um, I'm just... I'm just uh, brainstorming here, but you know, think about it. Would it be that your customer might actually really respond to a message that says, you know, who do you think deserves to be, um, you know, who would you put in charge? Or, you know, like crown yourself, like all of these different things. I, I think that it's just more about the fact that the coronation is gonna be very much on people's minds. They've got the extra day off. Um, it's gonna be talked about so much. It's gonna be dominating the news headlines. So how can you get your messaging as a small business to be either for it or in support of it or in support of the activities that people will be doing around it? Or if not, I'm not saying that you should be putting out messages saying, you know, anti-coronation messages at all. But, you know, how can it, how would your ideal customer think about it? How are they going to be spending that time? Um, and would they perhaps resonate more with a message about that's kind of a, a play on that theme, but more to do with them and your business and what you do. So those are my thoughts around the coronation. But again, just like any of these um, themes, holidays, everything else, there's so many different ways that you can spin it. There's so many different ways that you can think about it that the likelihood is most of you listening are going to have some kind of a way that you can tie it in, for example. Um, so something that I recommend, uh, I've been playing around this last week with, um, a few things in my own business and I wondered what it would be like to have a conversation about, um, artificial intelligence. Obviously many of you will have heard of chat GPT and everything that's going on there. And you may even have used it in your own business. There are more and more people who are doing things like allowing you to create, social media posts, and also I have seen product description generators as well. Um, I think it's a really interesting one. I know that if people work in copywriting, a lot of people are very concerned about it, but I kind of wonder if it'll end up, my personal opinion is it'll end up something like Canva. So Canva, you know, is a free tool that you can use to make your own designs. Um, but, uh, you know, I still, work with a graphic designer from time to time to create templates for Canva. Um, so I wonder with ChatGPT if it will kind of make some stuff just a little bit easier and simpler, but I don't think it will replace copywriters altogether. However, that said, I do recommend if you haven't played around with it, have a play around. There's lots of free AI tools that you can, even if you just Google free AI tools. Um, the other one that I have uh, used um, is just simply Bing, which is, um, I've only got Bing because I have a Windows computer, a Windows desktop, um, but it's the Microsoft search engine, which I feel like is not commonly used that much. Um, but Microsoft partnered, uh, or was one of the backers, the big backers of, of ChatGPT. So if you go into Bing, there is an opportunity, again, it's all free. There's an opportunity to chat and you can basically just ask Bing anything. So um, have a play around with it. So for example, I asked um, Bing, uh, to. I said, write me um, an Instagram caption um, on the subject 
of um, the importance of small businesses having good mindsets. Um, and it wrote me a caption. <laughs> and it wrote me a one-line caption. And I said, and it said, what do you think? And I said, could you make it longer? And it wrote me a longer caption. Um, and you know what? It actually wasn't bad. So I personally sometimes find you know, especially I do a fair number of reels, but then once you've done the reels and you've done all the rest of the the editing and everything else, you then have to write the caption. And sometimes can just, for me personally, can just feel like a step too far. Like, oh, now I've got to write the caption. So these tools like Bing, you know, I was able to say like, can you write me an Instagram caption on, uh, you know, knowing your numbers as a small business owner, this kind of thing. And it's able to do so. So, um, I do definitely think obviously it's really important to have your own voice as a small business owner, have your own tone of voice, have, you know, talk, not talk like a robot basically. But I would definitely say that if you are struggling um, to write captions or feel like you get stuck, then definitely go check out some of these AI tools um, because if nothing else, it can help generate some ideas and give you a pool of things that you can pull from. But I'd love to have more discussion in the group. So if you've been using artificial intelligence or AI tools, I mean, it's funny because we talk about artificial intelligence like it's something new. But of course, this has been going on for, you know, Google Maps works off artificial intelligence for sure. Um, you know, all of your Netflix recommendations, the front page of Amazon, what they recommend to you to buy, all of that stuff. I mean, it's been around for absolutely ages. The, the infamous Instagram algorithms, all artificial intelligence. So it's not anything new. I think it's just the, the, the what's making it new is the way it's being able to generate text. Um, but I just think I'd love to know what you, whether you guys are using it, whether you've played around with it, what you think about it, if you're concerned about it, because um, I think it's a really interesting topic. And to be honest, I think it could just be another really great tool in the same way that we don't have to have boxes of receipts anymore and we can use digital um, uh, bookkeeping or the way that we, you know, can email instead of writing letters. Who knows? I think it'll be another tool like that that will, will help save time. Um but I'm really curious to know uh, if you guys are using it and what you think about it. So why not come to the group and share? So what's ahead for this week? So we have got a sales clinic. Um, the sales clinic is something a bit different. Um, it is, well, it's not that different, I'll be honest. It is one of, it basically it's a renamed Ask Me Anything session. And, um, but back in the spring, we did a piece of, work where um kate the membership support assistant spoke to a whole bunch of members and um also um uh, we we kind of basically were trying to get some feedback and try, everything that we can do to make the the club a bit better um and one of the things that came out of it was having dedicated sessions to talk about certain things so of course you've always been able to ask questions about sales and ask me anything but this time we've got the sales clinic, which is what we decided to do is have one general ask me anything, but then one which is specifically dedicated to sales. So on Thursday the 20th at 10 a.m., it will be in the Facebook group as usual and you'll be able to come along, ask your questions specifically about sales. I know there have been some chats in the group about people who've got concerns. So if you've got concerns, you want ideas, a bit of general group brainstorming, then please feel free to come along and um, we would love to have you at the session. Of course, the replay will be in the group as usual um, if you can't make it. 
uh, but we'd love to have you and um, also you may see me this week talking about a new talk that I'm doing it's going to be a free one um, I will make sure that members get the link sent out to them so you don't have to sign up I mean you can if you want to you can sign up anyway but um, you will get sent the reminders and it's going to be called know your numbers dragon's den edition it's just a fun way of putting a spin on knowing your business numbers we're going to talk about the five key facts figures you wouldn't want to enter the den without um, but even if you've never considered or never would consider dragon's den it's just going to be a way of getting you to think about the key numbers that will help you in your business so there you have it um i hope you have a great week i look forward to seeing you in the group and um yeah come along thursday 10 a.m for our very first uh, sales clinic <laughs>